0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.
1: You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and it's time for this. Winners and sinners, sinners on The Hard Shoulder. Yes, Alison Curtis is with me, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM, and Keith Walsh, the writer and broadcaster, uh, with their Winners and Sinners of the Week. Who's your winner, Alison?
2: My winner is Siobhan McSweeney. Who's she again? She is Sister Michael. Oh, yes, yeah, Sister and Dairy Michael. Girls. She most recently made an appearance on The Tommy Turnin' Show, and everyone loved her from it. I don't know. Did you see it, Keith? You're yeah, she did. Your head. Yeah, 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 she's great. Yeah. Um, I just, I love how refreshing she is and how kind of unapologetic she is about everything. And she spoke about, because they know each other from filming Dairy Girls together. And she spoke about how she found Sister Michael as a character and how she as a larger person, tried to take up more space. And there's this concept of women always taking up less space, being vocally, size-wise, all this kind of stuff. And she kind of just went for it. And she's really an empathetic part of the grape pottery throwdown as well. Like, she's really lovely with the contestants. And she's really smart. She's very political. She's witty. Her acceptance speeches are brilliant. But the reason why I chose her this week is she has something coming out on the 29th of February. And it's a short, a BBC short comedy that she has written and directed and
1: starred in called Spud
2: about a cow. And I do like cows. I have a lot of cows on my Instagram, a cow okay. Oh, Yeah. And you like
1: looking at them or you like the taste of them? No, not Or the eat taste them, of things no. that comes out
0: of them? I don't
2: eat them, now, no. I was kind of raised with cows, so I have a fondness for them.
0: It's the type of thing that when people are away, they always bring you back a little something with the cow, like a fridge magnet. don't know if it's that magnet. level. No, okay. it's not that level. Good, good. But that's okay. a great
2: question. <laughs> it's Had not you. that level. Yeah. So, yeah, so spoke. Keith is
0: just
1: thinking, you know, <laughs> summer holidays coming up, I know I to bring back <laughs> A
2: little cow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she, I just think she's all round, like a really interesting fun. And I remember back in the day when Dairy Girls started, I got onto the Channel 4 press office and they're like, no, I'm not really interested. And I'm like, you I'm interested in promoting an Irish... Comedy on an Irish national radio station. Okay, fine. So I say like, I'm just going to DM Siobhan. Mm. And actually Nicola Coughlin, who is I DM'd first. Yeah. And she got back to me going, I listened to you all the time before I was big, before I was big at an opticians in Galway. Here's my mobile. Here's Siobhan's mobile. No and way, then cool. Thelen, if I DM about like, will you come on about something? They stayed consistently loyal. And I really appreciate that in people.
0: Good people. Yes. The thing that I was most impressed about was her, when she talked about this kind of lie that we're all sold as kids you know if you're good in school and you get do the thing that your parents want to do in college then you get a good job a job for life and all that security and all that kind of stuff and at one point and it just wasn't working for her she wasn't happy and I suppose luckily for her she got involved in the drama society in Go. uh, Go Uh, and um, that was and she said she kind of said, feck it, I'm going to yeah. go for this. And She's like,
2: I tried to be a good girl and it made me sad, sad. lost, and unhappy." Yeah. Mm. yeah,
0: And I think that's a great message for young people who are trying to do the right thing by other people. If it's making you sad, do the right thing by yourself.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: So what is it you like about cows?
2: <laughs> you know, they've got a great sense of balance. People don't give them credit for that. Oh, that's true, that's well, true. So basically, we had steers. Delivered okay. to our farm, my mansion in Canada, every yeah. April. And yeah. basically, the thing was, dad would buy them as a joint weight, like a collective weight. And then he'd sell them in November, and they were heavier because they were older. And it was, he liked having animals on the farm as well. But then my sister and I got onto this, and we're like, wait a minute, where do they go after they leave us? And yes. Nobody wants to eat a skinny cow, so we would chase the cows around. My dad To like, try and keep Stop. them skinny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you were car- basically doing cardio with the cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So nobody would eat them. Like, like, <laughs> but we would name them and like we would actually go out in the field and like if they were lying down and having a an nap, we'd like lie into them. Like Really? All, like they were our pets.
0: Oh, that's lovely! It's it such so a primitive nice. country, really, in yeah. a lot of ways, isn't it? Were they <laughs> were they insulted by your uh, like you thinking that they were had gotten too big and like was that it was like, we want, yeah you, well, you, body, shaming. you yeah, were body, body shaming you were body shaming those steers <laughs> yeah but we move did, your fat backside there <laughs> Bessie <laughs> we did,
2: until we were teenagers and every year they load up on the car we were in bits and my mom finally was like this is not healthy for you guys so like we were, like twelve or thirteen I guess and we're like cry like the, co- the cows are getting on the car and like off how many of them. Twelve every year. Twelve,
0: okay. Yeah. So they said this isn't good for you guys, the cows. You guys, so they, so they send, sent you away. Yeah, yes, that <laughs> <way>. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, what I'm making a killing from those cows,
1: <laughs> and those two girls
0: just cost me money.
2: <laughs> well, I have such so strong memories of my dad on the porch going, "Stop chasing them."
1: That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> that's what my. So I was telling you this. That's what my son wants to spend his communion money on. A buying a calf. Oh, really? Yeah, smart. giving money to his uncle up in Kildare to buy a smart. calf.
0: Yeah, it's like always that. good to give man, a man in Kildare money.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can and be trusted. Get a
0: receipt. Get a, a receipt. Double in the next, <laughs> double in the next half hour, I'll take money back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And convert it into beef. <laughs>
1: <laughs> plant-based beef. Uh, plant oh, totally. based beef. Totally. Well, plant based beef. But I hope it's plant based beef, isn't it? The, uh, what see, else? What what is What else are the cows eating? Well, that's You're not thing. eating other cows, are they? Yeah, no, exactly. they're it is, not. It's no. all coming from plants, you know.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: Did you? You know, I know. Did you? This is kind of tangential. Uh, Simon Tierney, uh, who works on Sean McCreesh show, he he had a piece in the Examiner during the week about he sanitizes kind of fairy tales for the kids, which is a totally different story. But in it, he says he pointed out that in the Richard Scarry books that uh, everybody yes? loves, yeah. the pigs love eating sausages. Yes. Yeah, they're cannibals, Keith. Oh Look at You God. see, <laughs> Keith. You're, I can see the foundations to your world crumbling before my eyes. Oh,
2: really? Yes. Pigs love they pigs love sausages no, no, in the Richard Scarry story. They live in like apple houses,
0: so... Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> our world worldview. I thought they lived in either a straw house, a brick house, or one made of different not story. Not do you know Richard Scary? You do. No, you know God. it if you saw sounds frightening. Uh, it's like words and yeah, things are getting yeah
1: you know it's kind of nearly like looks almost like a kind of a where's Wally thing there's just like big page cardboard book loads of things happening that's like I you know that, foxes honest, driving trains okay, so I, I thought it was more my generation
2: than yours and I thought it was more North American but obviously yeah you know, no here.
1: we had Richard Scarry here well, maybe they like, didn't have him in
0: Kildare they did no I do like those big, uh, pictures where, where there's so many different scenes and you're person. yeah right okay yeah anyway Keith who's your winner of the week we have to make our own yeah, uh, I'm going to go for. Do you have you watched um, the Post Office drama series? The drama no. series based on the Post Office scandal in the UK. No, you, you should it's, watch it's it. Really, it's brilliant. No, it, it's really good. I know like, it's very good, but. It is it heavy going? No. No, no. it's not really. Uh, Toby Jones uh, plays the man. So it's Mr. Bates versus the post office. And this man, Mr. Bates, is he loses his job because he's lost money and he's arguing, actually, you know, this, this system that you've installed doesn't work. And that basically, that was, that's the whole scandal. Oh. So people lost their jobs. They were made to pay back money. Someone went to prison over it. Like, terrible things happened. Um, and uh, this is this drama is based on that story and it follows the characters and some great actors in it, Ian Hart yeah. uh, plays a really good Great uh, uh, solicitor who investigates the whole thing and ends up being on their side. And do you know Julie Hesmonda? She was in Carnation Street. She was. No. She used to work in the diner with. Show me a picture over there. Uh, she worked. She worked in the diner. I think she was um, the first trans. Oh character. yeah, you do. Oh. Yeah, you do.
1: Um, she was married to Roy. Roy what was her name. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I can't Roy remember her name.
0: Haley. 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 Yeah, Haley. And she's great. So uh, great car. Uh, great cast. Great show. And God, sorry, I, this is, I'm, I know I'm going off another one.
1: H- Haley's character on Coronation yeah. I mean, if that was being introduced now, mm. I guarantee it would be a topic of conversation in the House of Commons. Yeah, wait, the we, British Prime Minister would have to comment on a, on a trans character. I'm watching you around. I'm sorry. It's like 20 years off. ago. Yeah, wow. I she came into it. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, sorry, it got, it got a lot of attention at the time, yeah. but it wouldn't have been the national scandal it would be now. It this was, would be kind of like woke Coronation Street. It was before Forcing the, uh, trans down our throats. trans
0: people and their, and their world was hijacked by uh, ultra people. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? People, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. So it, it there were good times. So we were just like, oh, yeah, there's Roy and. Uh, and you Haley, God, that's kind of mad Yeah, Roy. Man, yeah, anyway, there you go. And off they went and had a lovely life together. It was cool. And just, and I don't think she. Even died in a horrible, you know, plane crash that landed on the. No, she the, died of cancer
1: cap. or something. It was awful.
2: As the character, the
0: character, oh, okay. yeah.
2: yeah. I didn't watch Coronation Yeah,
0: well, no, the yeah. actors. It was very is, sad because so she was, it was very, very sad. The post office.
2: That in East Enders when I arrived here, I was like, why is everybody grey and the buildings? Everything is grey.
0: Oh, it was grim. <laughs> East Enders was always grim. Yeah, had to be grim. That was but everything
2: London. was grey. Like the people were grey.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was East End of London in it. Yeah. Anyway, um, we've, anyway, so Mr. Carnation Street is, woke, is we've Cornish Street is woke. That's what we've decided. It's was brilliant. Watch that as well. Really good series. I'm, on the bo- I'm watching the box set of Carnation Street at the moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we going to get through season three.
1: Yeah. I and mean, it really takes off. It really, it really takes really, off. It's worth Oh, yeah. I mean, it kind of, there's bits I heard of season heard three that are just unrealistic. When the North Koreans are it's in it, it. I'm like, I'm out, I'm yeah, out of it. Yeah. I just don't believe the North Koreans would have been involved. Season
0: 529. dip there for a while. But anyway, and actually, will melt Ken Barlow's in the mall. Don't worry. All 529 and seasons saved. <laughs> saved. <laughs> Will Mellor, do you remember two pints, of cri- oh, two yeah. pints of lager in a packet of crisps? Yeah, I knew,
2: I knew of it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so anyway, so now ITV are going to go are, are saying these things work. These uh, TV dramas based on actual scandals work. People want to see them, so they're going to do another one about the blood uh, transfusion scandal that happened over in the UK. I'm not right. too okay with that, but that's where they're thinking okay. is that's we could where do this we that's be where doing the big here. books RTE yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. RTE if RTE aren't making RTE the show
2: yes I am yeah. handing my
0: <laughs> TV licence back in to Mr. Backhurst personally who would play Kevin Backhurst in it who would play that's the question who would play Dee Forbes D would be played by Glenn Close oh wow okay oh, you're aiming high <laughs> yeah god oh, hang, hang on Like they, they don't go straight for Toby Jones they ask for <laughs> someone else Ryan first <laughs> <laughs> poor Toby Jones. I love Toby Jones you know? yeah who would play Tubbs I love yeah. him in the Detectress Someone Avery
1: tall Brody. and stringy, probably could uh, do yeah, everything yeah. very
0: well. I'd imagine someone who does like characters, uh, like um uh Oliver Callan, would just play all the cast. Basically, is that <laughs> what we're suggesting? When it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, when they look at the cost, Oliver, <laughs> they would just get play
1: Mario it. and Oliver to just do the do the <laughs> whole everything. thing, a two man yeah.
0: show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. right. I, I suppose if there's people Wouldn't around, the anyway, they just come into the studio and just be themselves, just build, maybe, yeah, exactly, and yeah. save a bit of cash. But I think this is a this is a this is this will save RTE. The drama Hopefully about RT will save Orti. How <laughs> weird! Yeah, sorry. Mario
1: is half. Let's, let's be honest. He's halfway through writing this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Arty, the musical. <laughs>
0: he, he has to be. He, he has is. to be. I'm just running past her <laughs> Yeah. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddey with Nissan weekdays from four
1: on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much. Keith Walsh and Alison Curtis are both still with me. Alison, what's on the show this weekend?
2: Brendan Gleeson. Oh, wow. Very good. Yes, yeah. He's a lovely man. Yeah. He's funny. I think we clicked. I think we're friends now. Um, but he's talking about a brand new documentary. He basically, is was a passion project for him. So he's on about that. But also about all sorts of other things.
0: What's oh, a, yeah. He's a musician. He got the gradum... Uh, so it's
2: about Farewell to Hughes's that pub behind Four Courts, And then he used to, when he was in town in Dublin, he would turn up and play... Sessions and tribe music sessions. It's a really interesting documentary, actually. But we're talking about other things too.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, are you still friends? Are you sure you're friends? Because he's very, like, he kind of like. Is he DMable the way Nicola Cochran is DMable? No, he
2: doesn't DM me because he's not online. I should have got his number. Oh, but he
0: can yeah, turn. Yeah. He, like, I, I remember he said to me once, I don't like you anymore. And that was it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I actually wanted to do that thing where I. I wanted him to do a TikTok thing with me, where we mouthed the famous lines, yeah. and I would put fake eyebrows on. Oh. literally just have my hair down; like yeah. I wouldn't be any other call in other than the eyebrows. But I, I did check
0: have, it out. To have the, yeah, the, have the, uh, <laughs> have the courage to ask
2: <laughs> yeah. him. Do you mind
0: doing this?
1: As he walks 20? in, you just see Iris stuck across his <laughs> <these> two <laughs> big <laughs> slugs <laughs> stuck across your head. <laughs> and <that's just> leaving, <laughs> oh,
0: but you liked me yesterday.
2: <laughs> 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 I took <check> it out. <laughs> What's your number?
1: <laughs> anyway, who's
2: your sinner of the week? Okay, it's a half sinner. Maybe. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to say it's a full sinner. Right. But Irish Wish, which is Lindsay Lohan's new... It's actually kind of hard to say. Irish
0: Irish Wish. Irish Irish Wish Wish. Wish.
2: New to Netflix, coming out in a couple of weeks. It's Lindsay Lohan. And I'm just... My thing is this Irish thing that North Americans seem obsessed with. And it's not even really an Ireland that exists anymore. But the basis of it, or maybe parts of it, the basis is based on this old um, folklore thing where... If you wish a certain way, an Irish wish something will come true. So Lindsay wants to marry her best friend's fiance, and like the basically a storyline sliding door situation happens, but it's just so twee. Like the trailer so far, and maybe I shouldn't be mad at the movie, but it's this constant like you know all these mm. movies coming out that are constantly going. This will appeal to Americans, and this is this is Ireland. Now I mean the benefit, the reason why I call it a half sinner. Is that people will come over to Ireland and go, I'm going to see that place where Lindsay Lohan. So it's good yeah. for the economy and people coming over, like Kilrudery House and Westport and all that kind of stuff. But it's just so twee. But and we cringy. lean into
1: it here then when they come. Not yeah, all of I us, know. but like they go down, you go down to Mokras. You know when you go down to Mokras and you go in the jaunties or whatever, and they immediately <laughs> they ask, they say, Where are you from? And when you say, Oh, we're from Kilkenny, then it's just like oh, uh, all relax. relax. and they just yeah. talk to you about it all. Yeah. But if there's a North America, even if nine out of the 10 of you are from like, like Kenmare, <laughs> we're like from five miles away, you know? <laughs> okay.
0: Um, basically and one American it's just like suddenly wow to a jig <laughs> yeah and, uh, it's like Darby uh, O'Gill in, in The Little oh, People yeah. and then the, the, na- the horse's name is Shamrock and they're like yes. come
2: on Shamrock oh I'm sorry and the horse so you right down. you do kind of buy it. so it's, that's why it's a half center. it's good yeah. and bad but it looks terrible and it's just this non-running obsession with what it means so, like she drinks they make a big deal about her drinking a pint of Guinness like, <sighs> the, like this is really letting her hair down and it's just all these stereotypes I guess basically. is
0: it like making a movie like in like Mexico, uh, you know, or do you know what I mean? To, to yeah. Like if we watch a movie based in Mexico, if we watch Narcos, yeah. you know, are, are people, they going, are they going, that's nothing like what we're like. Like yeah. that's just a
1: stereotypical. Uh, every Mexican movie in my mind, drug cartels, yeah. just mm, copious amounts of cocaine everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Mexican food like as in like kind but of just, cliched Mexican food just like that you get getting Pablo Picantes or something here and wrestling with masks on yeah. that's,
0: that's it, it yeah. that's it
1: that's a great movie that's all I need to know about You've Mexico a great movie. maybe some child abduction
0: you know if it's going to be <laughs> a Mario, serious you like movie you that movie as well while you're at it? <laughs> and play all the parts oh. uh, yeah see I wonder when you're watching other it's just
2: this weird obsession
0: and there's has like so like Crocodile Dundee
2: and also they go <laughs> they don't ever employ Irish actors so then you've got these people putting on these really horrible accents. Sorry, they
1: employed Jamie Dornan I the know, last still time still around. And, and, and he still
2: <laughs> missed it. Out. What was that called
1: again? Uh, oh yeah, and he did a terrible action. <laughs> T-H-Y, I mean.
2: He did yeah. a terrible act terrible. What's
1: the last good movie Lindsay Lowen was in?
0: I don't, Freaky Friday, uh, the one about the twin, <laughs> the two people that were the same person or something. The twins, that's, what's oh. that? That's Freaky parent Friday trap. Parent, Oh, tra- oh gosh, no, that's mean a long Mean Girls
2: is like a cult classic. Yeah, Gr- well, she's in the new Mean Girls as well. It's incredibly. Good.
0: But she does have a cult. She is. She does have cult status mm-hmm. amongst certain communities, and they're, yeah. like they're very excited. They, they, people Her go called
2: Maggie. It. Is it Maggie? Ke- no, Maddie Kelly. Well, I mean, Maddie Kelly. Kelly. Yep. Maddie.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maddie's even and
1: an yeah, Maddie's not an Irish. Name. That's not an Irish name. Who's your sinner of the week then, Keith? Donald.
0: Donald. Yeah. Who's Donald? He only has one name. No, Dona. Barry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Donald oh Gleason, God. what did he do? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said Gleason, I was like, oh my God. Barry. Barry Kogan. Oh, God. Yeah. In this the is nip. controversial now. In the nip. And why is this a sinner? On the front of Vanity Fair. I
1: know. Has he no shame? Is, is this, this your country? argument?
0: Yeah, he's like it's showing like, us up, embarrassing the whole country. Oh, yeah, like, I think I really, you know, I really like the this. whole country. Yeah, the whole, I'm so, I'm mortified. <laughs> like, I'm happy for him. I was happy for him, you know, the success and all that. And I'm not a begrudger, you know what I mean? But this is just taking it too far. You know far. why there's so many Irish people in this world well right key. now? about so time, time someone you, said it. About time. Time. He wants
2: to be known as the naked Irish guy because, like, everybody nominated for all the awards this year are Irish, so he wants to stand out.
0: Oh, he wants to, oh, he's that guy, the naked guy, the naked guy. Yeah, well, he certainly stood out you <laughs> um, see the thing that I'm annoyed about mostly is because sometimes I ask my wife I was like what interesting news did you come across this week you know and uh, I think she now sees it as part of her job you know to the housework and that <laughs> to keep you up to date on things. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, she's a successful businesswoman and does better than me. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. I'll get
0: it. over it. But anyway, I said you see straight away. Oh, then Barry uh, <laughs> Hogan was on the front of um, Fantasy Fair in the nude, and I was like, "All right, this first thing that came to your uh, top of your head." And she was like, "Yeah." It's like, "All right, yeah." Was mm-hmm. it? Uh, do you think it, it's a good for, thing for him to do? And she said, "Well, it's a good thing for me that he did it." Oh, we're, <laughs> get, we're getting an insight here now into Keith's home life.
2: Active is that. I mean, do you guys?
0: Attractive. Uh, I don't
2: think he is. I find
0: wealth attractive and power. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) Um, Is he, maybe he's not, uh, what do they say about some of you? They're not conventionally beautiful. He's handsome. He's he's got something about him. I think. Attractive, good looking, is to do with how you put yourself together, how you carry yourself, what you wear, your yeah. confidence, all that kind he's of stuff. He's
1: attractive so. in the same way that you know that red-haired English actor Eddie Redmayne. Yes, he's not conventionally good-looking, is he?
2: Mm.
1: No, but he is kind of attractive, though, isn't there? Is an attract? Is Barry Keoghan? Kyo Or Keoghan? Keoghan? I say Keoghan. Yeah, I'm I say Donald. I say <laughs> Donal. I say yeah, you, you actually <laughs> just say Donald. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> how do you
0: pronounce his name? There, <laughs> Donald. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think Eddie's uh, is a he's swashbuckling, isn't he? Okay. He's like,
2: those cheekbones are pretty.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, okay, yeah. He's good, and he's and
1: he has that confidence. So he's be- yeah. so uh, we're officially our, our official position then as a trio is that Barry Keoghan is uglier than that. That's it. <laughs> I think he's attractive. <laughs> I think for the headline writer,
0: I think if it's Hollywood, you'd be going well, oh, he's not leading man material. And then next thing, he's he's leading man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, I tell you what bold. I've learned:
1: like Alison, Fat James, cows, and. <laughs> She image shames Barry Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: opinionated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, an unexpected sinner of the week in Barry Hogan in the nip on the front of Vanity (laughs) Fair. Forcing the country. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, finally someone has said it. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran
0: Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.
1: You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cudahy with you until seven o'clock and you know what time it is. It's the last bit of the show. Ignition sequence start. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> Five,
0: four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a
1: liftoff. Yes, it is the last bit of the show and Alison Curtis, he nearly lost a wedding ring this week, I understand. <gasps> oh,
2: no. Yes, and I was actually surprised at how upset I got. Really? I'm not a, I'll admit I'm not a crier. I'm not judging people who are, but I don't do it
1: very well. you've already judged anything. cows and barry yeah, I know, yoga yeah, no. I mean,
2: Crying is for the weaklings now. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: You're so, not a crier, but you did cry.
2: Oh, so my husband is a landscape gardener and he takes his ring off every so often to like really, you know, get into the hands. And he left it on the back of the toilet. toilet. And I remember like, TMI going to the bathroom going there's a ring I should move that but I was my daughter was calling me and I was like okay I'll fix things or whatever and then he calls me the next morning he's like oh, I think I left my ring there will you see if it's there and it wasn't <gasps> and I had this image of going it, this is kind of gross but it would quite easily it could have fallen in and then you know people have done their morning oh,
1: things no have you accepted tank or are you on
0: the mains
2: uh, we're on the mains but, oh so this no is, so, so I looked gone. everywhere I looked everywhere and I went outside and lifted the
0: Oh, Whatever, yeah, yeah, to look to see if it was the poop canal.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I got so mad at him. I was like, why'd you take it off? And then I got so sad and I was like, oh, my God, like it's been pretty much on our, his hand since 2007. Like, neither of us have a lot of, I don't, I'm not a collector of things. Like, I don't have a lot of things that mean a lot to me physically, sentimentally. Like, I love the photo albums from my childhood. I wear my mother's engagement ring. Kind of, that's it. A few other bits and pieces. So I was just, and then I was like, well, maybe I could get him a new one and put, like, but our names are in great. Like, it's just my mind. And he was at work and he came home. And he was so distraught as well. And I was like, and I was like puffy eyed, and I had to do a Zoom like an hour later. And I was like, I still look crazy. Like, it was like a video thing. And I was like, I got it. And I was like, why did I get so upset? But he just, we looked around, and then all of a sudden he goes, I think I remember picking it up. And he'd put it into a short pocket, like his shorts that he was (gasps) wearing at home that night. And we were so, like, then we started crying with relief. Like, oh. But I was just like, and then the whole day I never settled. Like, I actually, I was rattled for the yeah. day. And I was really surprised at how emotional I was about it. And he was too. Like, he said he felt physically sick. And I was like, guess what's not ever happening again? You're never taking that off
0: again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but doesn't it, it's, um, it shows how much you value each other. And, you know, yeah. this is a, this is an example, you know, this is a, a token of your your love so that's mm. a beautiful thing I, I, yeah. you should be happy that you were so upset Yeah,
1: no, I, I found really someone's was. wedding ring once mm. swimming in the swimming pool there was like a little glint and I and there was someone's wedding ring was on the bottom of the pool you sold it no <laughs> yeah, no, yeah <laughs> I didn't get near <laughs> enough get? but I had to find an Adele and Thomas you see to buy it Yeah, but, okay, so it's okay. kind of you know <laughs> so did
0: you find the owner?
1: well I just I assume it probably was I just gave it to the, the yeah. in at the leisure centre like in yeah. the, the New Park Hotel in Clenny and I assume no need to plug the place you know <laughs> yeah
0: I know yeah, Hopefully the they came back <laughs> for it, right? <laughs> Hopefully they gave you free um what? Sorry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they should um, now. plug. <laughs> I don't have a wedding ring. Really? Oh. Yeah, I lost it. Oh, where'd oh. you lose it? I have no idea. Oh, sorry, that's a stupid question. Obviously, <laughs> asking that. That's a <laughs> better question. Yeah, where's you you the last place you had it? it? Yeah, though, I've been thinking about replacing it and I just haven't really I haven't found or seen. When did you lose it? How long ago? Oh, like I mean, could be seven, six years ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like, I suppose the ups, like I don't, I suppose really, not that I don't care about it. I really want to replace it, but it didn't, it did upset me actually. Yeah. Um, but then I I pushed it so far down. That but it's going to
2: backfire. It came, yeah, But this yeah, is the thing, you wear I a one here on. I, this, I find interesting. There's still... My dad's. Like, oh really? Like you're on the cusp of, like I find, I do know a lot of guys in their forties that or like say early fifties that don't wear like it, so they're on the cusp of the age where it shifted. Like my father-in-law never wore one.
1: Okay, I actually
2: don't think my dad did either, but he had another like kind of family crested ring. But yeah, so it's interesting. So it did change where men weren't expected to wear them. Yeah,
0: yeah, they weren't. You, you, a lot of the time, you just didn't get them. Yeah, like my dad used to wear two rings, and that was unusual for the time. Yeah. and I think my dad gave me a, a ring at one point, and I wore it in school and. Uh, the teacher said he'd, uh, he'd ripped the ring off me. Oh, oh wow. Because yeah. boys don't wear rings. It was interest- interesting times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my dad just gave me this because he couldn't get it over
1: his knuckle anymore because of arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was asking you what it was. This saves no, me. No, honestly, it was like the day before our wedding and we realised we hadn't got wedding rings. We're like, we never got wedding rings. And uh, my dad said, well, you can take mine because I don't wear it anymore. I can't get it over my knuckle. Very ah. sentimental conversation. Here, take this. Here, take take this. this. And I ran into Argus and bought a wedding ring for €25 Euro you, to give to my wife. You were about to get we- married. You we we yeah. got a, a proper one yeah. afterwards. We so married. It was, like, it was I got what so ring? I had my dad's old ring and she had a ring that was like a ring you get in. Uh, I can say this because Argus are gone now. Uh, it was like you'd get it in Barn Brack. Brack. Like if you actually pushed it, it just would flatten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like basically it was like someone had. had i paper a paperclip
0: had yeah. been just <laughs> turned Bashed into into a, into, a ring. Ring. <laughs> into a ring. That's what she got married with. Can I tell you about Beautiful your uh, your husband <laughs> and taking his ring off when he's working? It's good that he does that. I know Yeah.
2: well there's that Jimmy Fallon story that famous Jimmy Fallon story where he did like the finger did
0: <gasps> oh yeah. stop I was Heber playing eight. football with some guys in a five a side and the ball oh, went no. over and he, he climbed oh, no. all on the way back down he got his, his ring caught and and he came down oh god and the ring and the rest oh of god it. Oh, stop, stop stop I know stop, it is stop, a
2: danger stop, stop, stop. it is a danger sorry
0: everybody but yeah. I'm just saying yeah Yeah. remember that
2: in defence maybe that not image. the back of the toilet Have, hold then. that
0: image in your head <laughs> all the time get it out of our head with something else (laughs) okay what about yeehaw it's country time oh is it Beyonce definitely is it line dance no. No? Do you like the new Beyonce tune? Yes. Yes.
2: And both of them, 16 Carriages, is also insanely brilliant. I think,
0: I feel like you're wearing a bit of gingham. Yeah. In honour. I
2: like country music. I just do. I'm going to say it. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Music, yeah. You, just, you lean yeah. into that. Go for it. Go for like it. a Bruce girl. Yeah. It should like be over country Calgary Stampede. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think country is much is maligned and misunderstood. Mm. And I think, uh, I've always liked country music. And I grew up, my mom and dad always, they used to play like gigs and pubs and they always played country music and a bit of Dolly and a bit of whatever what are you having yourself and uh, so I said look she now you know because it's Beyonce it's like oh she's invented country or she's made it big but it's massive it's massive in America and all sorts of people all sorts of types of country music Um, so if you're just listening to Beyonce and you're thinking oh I kind of like the, the sound of that uh, I'm going to give you a few people okay. to listen to. It is so. So, uh, these are a band who are actually playing in London in May, on the 18th of May, in the, uh, the Royal Albert Hall, if you want to go over and see mm. them. Yeah, they're good. Uh, they're a married couple. They're called uh, The War and Treaty. So, he is Michael Trotter Jr., and she is Tanya uh, Trotter. And she sounds like Tina Turner. Oh, wow. Singing country. And she has the voice. And I'd almost say it's like Tina Turner, but better. Ah. She has a belting voice. He's an amazing voice as well. Mm. But just to, to comparison... It's like, and it is country, but it's like it's not country like, like it's not twee. It's not like you know those videos where they're like you know by the truck and and then the, the well, girl like, comes Low out. is a
2: country band, really yeah. effectively. Like that's the kind of country. What's I the love. band
0: from Sweet uh, First Aid Kit?
2: First Aid Kit. Loads yeah. of great
0: country. So, anyway, so check them out. Uh, really good, and she's got an amazing voice. Uh, that's the band is the War on and Tra- and Treaty, and then we have. Uh, I'm going to go for. Obviously, we have to talk about your favorite TikTok. It was a TikTok tock sensation during lockdown, just after lockdown. The get-up. Oh, the get-up. Yeah. You know I don't know it. Gonna do the, do I do live do under do a rock, apparently. No? Yeah. That? So it was a dance and everybody was doing the dance. Blanco Brown. So it's like it hip-hop. It, it, it was a kind of a symptom of us all going insane during
1: lockdown, I think is what it was, really. <laughs>
0: urban whatever you want to say and it's brilliant it's a brilliant song he's brilliant Uh, his delivery his voice excellent the song is so catchy it's got I looked at the video on YouTube 182 million views of that video on YouTube absolutely huge and that was that reminds me of lockdown which is amazing I love it and finally uh, Rhiannon, Rhiannon Giddens I'm so good at pronouncing people's names have you ever heard her? No. I think she might have been on with Tommy Turner. I'm trying to remember All right. why she's so familiar. So I was looking at her and I was going, I love this. So this is she plays bluegrass. She plays a banjo. Um, she's got two Grammys. And uh, she, as a as a musician, as a person, she makes her mission to champion underrepresented, overlooked and forgotten voices in the industry. Hence, she plays banjo on Beyonce's new song. Well, honestly, oh, Beyonce's cool. two
2: new tracks are insanely delicious. Mm. They're so good. So, but I mean, country music, unfortunately, in America, does have this history of not being welcoming. Mm. Like Little Nas X had that song "Old Town Road." Old Town Road, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't popular until somebody else got involved in it. Billy Ray, yeah. Like he said, look, I'm going to make this a hit for you so that it will get played. So isn't she the first um, black artist to have a number one yeah. in country music charts? And then, of course, Tracy Chapman back with Fast Cars. they car, yeah. You know, became a country. Folky country, duet, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: it's, it's of the moment. It's there, it's there, it's happening. You can't stop it. It's back and big time. So I just think <laughs> Don't anybody try and there, stop stop any yeah. musicians out there, change your sound, become country and will definitely play you yeah. <laughs> on her show. Uh, but, uh, sorry, um, uh, Rihanna Giddens is playing... Victor Street uh, on Sunday night so go along oh, and see it. oh, really her you blue go. bluegrass is real popular I would love to play uh, something from her but it's totally up to you I'll leave it up to you guys <laughs> oh, def. oh well now I'm back what into the corner Which one <laughs> do Keith one you?
1: Walsh Alison Curtis thank you both very much Eamon thank you very much Keith Walsh and Alison Curtis are both still with me Alison what's on the show this weekend?
2: Brendan Gleeson oh wow very good yes yeah he's a lovely man yeah he's funny I think we clicked. I think we're friends now. Um, but he's talking about a brand new documentary. He basically it was a passion project for him. So he's on about that, but also about all sorts of other things.
0: Well, so a, yeah. he's a musician. He got the gradum... Uh, so it's
2: about Farewell to Hughes' that pub behind Four Courts. And then he used to, when he was in town in Dublin, he would turn up and play. Sessions and tribe music sessions. It's a really interesting documentary, actually. But we're talking about other things too.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, are you still friends? Are you sure you're friends? Because he's very, like, he kind of like. Is he DMable the way Nicola Cochran is DMable? No, oh, he doesn't
2: DM me because he's not online. I should have got his number. Oh, but
0: he can turn. Yeah. He, like, I, I remember he said to me once, I don't like you anymore. And that was it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I actually wanted to do that thing where I. I wanted him to do a TikTok thing with me where we mouthed the famous lines yeah. and I would put fake eyebrows on. Oh. I would literally just have my hair down. Like yeah. I wouldn't be any other call in other than the eyebrows. But I, I
1: did check have, it out. To have the
0: courage to ask him. Yeah. Do you mind doing this? Would you, <laughs> yeah. would you an interview with
1: Pat As Tony? he walks in, you just see Iris stuck across <laughs> these two big <laughs> slugs <laughs> stuck across your head. <laughs> <that's his> <laughs> oh,
0: would you like me yesterday?
2: <laughs> 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 I took <check> it out. <laughs> What's your number?
1: <laughs> anyway, who's your sinner of the week?
2: Okay, it's a half sinner. Maybe. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to say it's a full sinner. Right. But Irish Wish, which is Lindsay Lohan's new, it's actually kind of hard to say Irish.
0: Wish. Irish wish. The Irish, Irish wish, wish. wish.
2: New to Netflix, coming out in a couple of weeks. It's Lindsay Lohan. And I'm just, my thing is this Irish thing that North Americans seem obsessed with. And it's not even really an Ireland that exists anymore. But the basis of it, or maybe parts of it, the basis is based on this old um, folklore thing where. If you wish a certain way, an Irish wish something will come true. So Lindsay wants to marry her best friend's fiance, and like the basically a storyline sliding door situation happens, but it's just so twee. Like the trailer so far, and maybe I shouldn't be mad at the movie, but it's this constant like you know all these mm. movies coming out that are constantly going. This will appeal to Americans, and this is this is Ireland. Now I mean the benefit, the reason why I call it a half sinner. Is that people will come over to Ireland and go? I'm going to see that place where Lindsay Lohan. So it's good yeah. for the economy and people coming over like Kilruttery House and Westport and all that kind of stuff. But it's just so twee. But and we cringy. lean
1: into it here. Then when they come, not yeah, all of us, but like they go down. You go down to Muckross. You know, when you go down to Muckross and you go on the jaunties or whatever. And they immediately <laughs> they ask, they say where are you from? And when you say oh, we're from Kilkenny, then it's just like oh, all <laughs> relaxed relax, and they just yeah. talk to you about it all. Yeah. But if there's a North America, even if nine out of the ten of you are from like, like Kenmare, <laughs> we're like from five miles away, you know. <laughs> Um, basically and and one American, it's just like suddenly, wow,
0: to a jig, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's like Darby uh, O'Gill okay oh, no, in, in the middle know. people <laughs> yeah. And then the the, name, the horse's name is Shamrock, and they're like, yes. come on, Shamrock, oh, I'm sorry. and the horse so you're sits right, down. You do
2: kind of buy, so it's, that's why it's a half center. it's good yeah. and bad, but it looks terrible, and it's just this non-running obsession with what it means. So, like she drinks, they make a big deal about her drinking a pint of Guinness, like that, <sighs> like this is really letting her hair down, and it's just all these stereotypes, I guess. Basically.
0: Is it like making a movie, like in? Like Mexico, uh, you know, or do you know what I mean? To, to yeah. like, if we watch a movie based in Mexico, if we watch narcos, yeah, you know, are, are people, going, are they going, that's nothing like what we're like? Like, yeah. that's just a stereotypical uh, every Mexican movie in my mind drug cartels, yeah, just
1: m- copious amounts of cocaine everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mexican food, like, as in, like, kind just, of cliched Mexican food, tacos. like that you're getting Pablo Picante's or something here, and wrestling with masks on yeah. that's it
0: that's it. Yeah. that's it that's a great movie that's all I need to know about You've Mexico a great movie. maybe some child abduction you know if it's going to be a Mario, serious you write movie write that movie as well while you're at it <laughs> and play all the parts oh. uh, yeah see I wonder when you're watching other it's just this weird obsession and there like been Crocodile so many... Dundee
2: and also they go not <laughs> They don't ever employ Irish actors so then you've got these people putting on these really horrible acts.
1: Sorry, they employed Jamie Dornan I the know, last he's time around. around <laughs> he still
2: missed it. What was that <laughs> called again?
1: Uh, oh yeah, and he did a terrible last Thyme.
2: T-H-Y, I mean. He did yeah. terrible Terrible What's
1: the last good movie Lindsay Lohan was in?
0: I don't, Freaky Friday. Uh, the one about the twin <laughs> the two people that were the same person or something. The twins, oh. What's that? that's Freaky parent Friday. Parent trap. Parent, parent tra- Oh gosh, that's mean a long Eagles
2: one. is like a cult classic. Yeah. and you know, she's in the new Mean Girls as well. It's incredibly. Good.
0: But she does have a cult. She is. She does have cult status mm-hmm. amongst certain communities, and they, yeah. like they're very excited. They, they people Her Characters go called it.
2: Maggie. Is it Maggie? Ke- no, Maddie Kelly. Maddie Kelly.
0: Maddie's
1: even in. Yeah, Irish. Maddie's not an Irish. Name. That's not an Irish name. Who's your sinner of the week then, Keith? Donald.
0: Donal? Yeah. Who's Donal? He only has one name. No, Dona. Barry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Donal oh Gleeson, what did he do? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said Gleeson, I was like, oh my God. Barry Barry Keoghan. Oh God. Yeah. In this the is nip. controversial now. In the nip.
1: And why is this a sinner on the front of Vanity Fair? I know has he no shame? Well, is like this the, your
0: argument? Yeah, he's like it's showing like, it's us embarrassing up, embarrassing the whole country. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I really, you know, I embarrassing really like the this, whole country. Yeah, the whole. I'm so <laughs> I'm mortified. <laughs> like I'm happy for him. I was happy for him. You know the success and all that. And I'm not a begrudger. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is just taking it too far. Do you know far. why there's so many Irish people in the well spotlight right you. now? About time know, time's someone said it. About time. He wants
2: to be known as the naked Irish guy because like everybody nominated for all the awards this year are Irish. So he wants to stand.
0: Oh, he wants to. Oh, he's that the guy. the naked guy. The naked guy. Yeah, well, he certainly stood out. Um, I mean, see, the thing that I'm annoyed about mostly is because I, sometimes I ask my wife, I was like, what interesting news did you come across this week? You know, and uh, I think she now sees it as part of her job, you know, to the housework and that <laughs> to keep you up to date on things. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, she's a successful businesswoman and does better than me. OK,
2: uh, yeah. So I
0: get over it, but anyway, I said did you see, and straight away, Odin oh, Barry Hyogan uh, <laughs> was on the front of um, Fantasy Fair in the nude, and I was like, "All right, this first thing that came to your it, the top of your head." And she was like, "Yeah," I was like, "All right, yeah." Was mm-hmm. it? Uh, do you think it, it's a good for, thing for him to do? she said, "Well, it was a good thing for me that he did it." Oh, we're see, get, we're getting an insight thing. here I now into Keith's find home him life.
2: Attractive is that? I mean, do you guys
0: attractive? Uh, I don't
2: think he is. I find
0: is. wealth attractive and power. <laughs> 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 and... <laughs> right is he maybe he's not uh, what do they say about some people they're not conventionally beautiful he's handsome he's like he's got something about him he's like I think uh, attractive good looking is to do with how you put yourself together how you carry yourself what you wear your confidence all that kind of stuff he's
1: attractive in the same way that you know that red haired English actor Eddie Redmayne yes he's not conventionally good looking is he no, but he is kind of attractive, though, isn't there? Is an attract. Is Barry Keoghan. Keoghan, or Keoghan? I say Keoghan. Yeah, but then be Keo. I say Donald. Yeah, Donal. you, you actually just say Donald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> a, <laughs> how do you pronounce his name? There, <laughs> Donald.
0: Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think Eddie's uh, is a he's swashbuckling, isn't
2: he? Okay. He's like, those cheekbones are pretty.
0: Okay,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. All right, okay, yeah. He's good,
1: and he's and he has that confidence. So he's be- yeah. so uh, we're officially our our official position then as a trio is that Barry Keoghan is uglier than that. That's it. <laughs> I, know, I think he's effective. just the, I think I for the headline writer, it I
0: think if it's Hollywood, you'd be going, well, oh, he's not leading man material. And then next thing, he'll he's leading man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, I tell you what I've gold. learned.
1: Like, Alison fat shames cows and <laughs> she image shames Barry Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know. So opinionated. Oh God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, anyway, an unexpected sinner of the week in Barry Hogan in the nip on the front of Vanity Falsing Fair. Forcing the country. <laughs> yeah, well, well, finally, someone yeah. has said it. The Hard Shoulder with
0: Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.